What's up and welcome to the 19th episode of With Their Forces Combined, a D&D play podcast about three elephant people slash loxodon exploring the island of agape, the city of love, the isles of Tsitsipas. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. Alex Karagatsanis as your DM. And Andrew Karagatsanis playing Bubba Porkchop. Corey Gray playing Dumplum Tuscanza. And Tom Rideout as Quapington Smith. God damn it, as I was saying. Last week, the other fellas went exploring through the sewers to find their kidnapped grandmother. They were just about to round a corner when Dumblump sensed that there were beings on the other side. This is where we find them. If you'll remember, Bubba slash Ziggy Tesco was incensed by the kidnapping of your grandmother and therefore took it upon himself to lead the party for, I believe, the first time. Mm-hmm. I think there was one other specific moment. I forget what it was. Though. Right. Oh, for the murder mystery. <laughs> oh, yes. That made yeah. <laughs> it's true, yeah. When it, when it was all intellectual and not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the order is Bubba, Dumplump, Clarence on Dumplump's back, and then Plumpington. I will remind you that in the last episode, that there were promises of making a lot of fire-related puns. I said, I <laughs> hope that you guys don't remember, but I'm telling you now because I think it'll be funny. So so you lied um, to us. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wait, who lied to you? I'm you telling said, you. You said you weren't going to remind him and you did. That's a, that's yeah, a lie. You, friggin', you, you lying bastard. Yeah, you didn't, right. you didn't well, stick to your dishonesty. Yeah, <laughs> liar, liar, pants on yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> I was going to say fuck you, Dumplump, but really it's just <laughs> Dumplump just porn. set this one ablaze, dude, so leave him alone. <laughs> oh, man. You know how I said that, like, not every week am I up for puns? Luckily, this is one of the weeks that I improve <laughs> oh. puns, it uh, turns out to Oh, be. thank God. <laughs> okay, so Bubba moved up towards the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumplump and Ploppington are 15 feet back, and what I'm going to need from everyone is to roll initiative, please. Oh, nice. Excellent. 17. That's a one for me. That one or a two? That was a two, minus one. Nice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mine's a six, but I'm actually, I'm going to use my portent roll of 18. I'm going to make my initiative 18. Whoa. Interesting. That's actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea, especially at a time like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plumington, what did you... Uh... 17. Se- 17? That's what I thought. Okay. I might switch my dice. I do think this dice... I want to listen back and count the number of 18s I've rolled this campaign. I feel like it's more than other numbers. Yeah, one of our one of our listeners is surely keeping track. <laughs> keeping track. Yeah, you, you know, tally of every roll we have and the graph saying who's the luckiest and who's the least lucky. Yeah, you don't even have to do it. Don't worry, our listeners are on it. Honestly, that would be crazy impressive. Like, I would maybe, ask that person maybe even if a they wanted scary. to be on maybe the podcast. A little, a little worried. 
worrying, you know? <laughs> hey, they're, I, just, they're just a numbers honestly, person. Honestly, not okay? even. Not I don't even. know. What else would that person be counting? I don't know. Just your locks of hair, Tom. I'm well, they would the probably window. have... <laughs> they, they would have probably already corrected us on the amount of times Bubba's led the party. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, they, they're strictly a dice person. Oh, that's less creepy then. That's okay. <laughs> I love that we've just created this dice fetish listener that, that <laughs> surely does not exist. No, no. Um, don't be kink shaming. <laughs> channeling our grandma right now. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, I respect that. Um, okay, Bubba. Uh, you creep towards the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you hear around the corner some splashing sounds and what you believe to be like... What's the word? Like, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. You sort of hear like a snarling and like some some something tearing. It doesn't sound pleasant. And if you'll remember... Uh, Dumplump got 15 pings and a 16th weaker ping right. off of his divine sense. So what you're saying is it sounds like things are really heating up, is what, what you're telling us. <laughs> oh man, I like, I, I guarantee you I promised to cast Fireball last week and I really don't want to do it right now. <laughs> oh. Listen, do whatever you gotta do. Like our other listener, who's just super into fire and has been waiting for you to use this fire staff, is surely gonna be oh, disappointed. I'm, but... I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I just. I think this will be better in the meantime. So, how far away are they from me as I turn the corner there? Okay, so you're you're popping your head out or you're stepping out. I'm gonna step out. Yeah, and I'm gonna look, I guess, before it, and I'm going to go to cast a spell. Okay, so you step out around the corner. If you'll remember, you guys were walking down uh, one of the paths and you heard the noises coming from the path down to your right. Mm-hmm. As you turn the corner, you see 15 small shapes tearing at the 16th one. Like, they're ripping them to shreds. From the back, they look mildly dog-like, but they are standing on two legs about dog size however and one of them turns around and it's like the most horrible thing you've ever seen in your life save for that one demon in that one cave that one time mm-hmm. uh it basically looks like like the face of a pig but it's been melted off like Ew. all of the features of the front of the face seem like they're dripping like wax there's two like slits uh, nostrils the fangs are sticking out at all wild angles and uh, yeah, it looks it looks horrible. And as one of them turns kind of back towards you. And I, I gather from this that they're all fighting this thing in the middle. Uh, as you look closer, you realize that one of them has clearly been injured somehow. And the other 15 are just ripping that 16th one to shred. Okay. If we're trying to keep the puns up, make sure to tell them that they shouldn't eat raw meat before launching the fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, but I'm not doing. I'm sorry to disappoint even Plompington now. I'm gonna cast uh, Erupting Earth. Okay. I guess, yeah, how close are they together? I assume I could hit all of them with a 20 foot cube. Is that correct? So they're 25 feet from you, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of huddled around this one body. So I would say the square that they're all in is probably 25, 30 square feet. Okay, so I'm gonna put it in uh, as, as close to me as possible. I, I mean to say, like, not on the other side of them, so that. 
that they have to pass through this to get to me. I understand. I'm going to cast Erupting Earth, which has a range of 120 feet. Okay. Choose a point you can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupt in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. And additionally, the ground in that area becomes difficult to rain until cleared away. Each 5-foot square portion of the area requires at least one minute to clear by hand. Okay, are you doing like 10 feet wide and 2 feet deep or 5 and 4? or it's a it's a 20 wide. foot cube it's not 20 foot cubed it's it's a 20 foot cube which means it's oh. 20 by 20 got it okay sorry mm-hmm. i misunderstood mm-hmm. i would say you can hit four fifths of them yeah which is 12 of 15 and i don't know if you'll include the dude that they're all centered around i assume so yeah i will and what was the save again sorry dexterity saving throw against a 14 dc and i'll roll my d12s Five of the 12 pass. Okay, I got uh, 19 or uh, nine for the ones that passed. It's bludgeoning damage, and now that is difficult terrain. Man, I should have got some friggin' fire puns ready. <laughs> now I'm mad at myself. So so you guys don't see this, but Bubba, as you summon this, what does it look like? Like, do you waggle your fingers? Like, what's, um, uh... I grab a piece of obsidian out of my pouch. I think I almost like slam it into the ground and then point at this point, uh, which has a range of 120 feet. So I like I, I picture it like going down into the ground and back up uh, where I want it to come up. And so like you see like almost like a fracture line until it's at the point and then the whole thing just goes okay so you do all that and then seven of these creatures drop to the ground dead nice i should say eight as the one who has been mauled is now definitely dead you notice that you've hit a couple others but the rest turn around towards you bubba you're up again uh do my cousins get a surprise round or no okay yeah plompington you're up so you notice bubba kind of walk just past the corner and waggle his fingers i don't think i would get a surprise round though only because i was i think plompton was like expecting we were gonna do things differently so i think plompton is a bit disoriented so i think i would be surprised okay dumplump how do you think you would have reacted to this bearing in mind that you guys kind of like snuck up to this and remember you did your like elephant hand signal right uh well bubba did tell me to like go back 15 feet or whatever so like I'd be expecting something to happen, but maybe not this, so I don't think I'd get a surprise round specifically. Okay. Even though we understood that, like, Bubba was going to attack, I was expecting they'd be coming to us and not us going to them. So I don't think reasonably, like, I would rush forward and act. Is I guess, more what I'm, I'm thinking. Right, okay, that makes sense. Just in case anyone's confused, yeah, like, that's kind of my mindset. All good. Bubba. Mm-hmm. These guys kind of, they all turn towards you, and from the light glimmering off the walls from your torch, mm-hmm. it, it kind of hits their eyes and makes them all look terrifying. If they're terrifying, I thought you were going to say terrified. <laughs> I'm, um, especially now that I know that I've definitely murdered the one person I was considering maybe <laughs> not murdering, um, I'm, I'm just going to hit them with a fireball. Yeah, that bridge is burned. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to point my staff. I think I tap it twice on the ground and then point the staff and this fireball just gets, it's like pinpointed and then expands at the point that I choose. Cool. And yeah, again, a dexterity saving throw. A bright streak flashes from my pointed staff to a point I choose within range and then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Oh, it's pretty much exactly how I described it. 
<laughs> cool. A 20 foot radius centered on the point. So I think that would hit everybody. 20 foot radius sphere. Just yeah, it would. So four of the remaining eight save. Okay. And hopefully it won't matter though. That is 20 plus 11 is 31 fire damage. Nice. Or 15. Yeah, or 15 for a save. I feel like even the save guys though, this might be. Right. This might be uh I thought I had a fire punch with this, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a scorcher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Bubba, you drop five of the guys that you previously hit with the earthquake, and the other three that remained untouched all are badly burned, but still alive. Oh right, I forgot there were a few. And I I'm just gonna yell, Where is my grandma? Plumpington, you're up. I will also move to the corner. I'll go like just in front of Bubba though, uh, and, and just dodge. But I'll put myself like clearly in front of him. Okay, cool. At this point, the three remaining creatures run towards. Oh god, <laughs> they run towards Bubba and Plumpington. But they're not smart enough to avoid the still. <laughs> like moving terrain so did you oh, say it's, it's, just, it's just difficult terrain. it's difficult it's terrain not, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay okay but still that's still yeah might be helpful. so they run through that <laughs> yeah no i said they were 25 feet away so they run through that and end up about 10 feet away from you guys cool. unable to attack you but kind of snarling and uh biting at you one of them one of them kind of coughs and out of its mouth, a disgusting green gas extends. The It's called, for our listeners, it's called Fetid Cloud. A 10-foot radius of disgusting green gas extends from out of the creature. The gas spreads around corners, and its area is lightly obscured. It lasts for one minute or until a strong wind disperses it. Any creature that starts its turn in that area must succeed on a DC 11 constitution saving throw or be poisoned oh, until nice. the start of its next turn. While poisoned in this way, the target can take either an action or a bonus action on its turn, not both, and can't take reactions. So from out of one of these creatures extends this 10-foot radius, so 20 feet wide, the exact same width as your erupting Earth. The gas reaches Plompington, but not Bubba. Cool, okay. cool. I'm not worried. It's DC 11. He already told us. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Constitution's my best. Uh, yeah, we, we, we all have good constitutions. Yeah, it's literally my highest ability. Uh, Dumplump, you're up. All right. Yeah, I'm going to walk up to be beside Plompington. And I guess two of these uh, things, creatures, are, are left, right? Three. Three. Okay. Well, I'm going to reach forward with my lance, which has a range of 10 feet, and <laughs> take a stab at, at two of them. Nice. Uh, my first attack is a 21. That hits. All right, that's 1d12 plus 3 damage. <laughs> uh, that's 11 plus 3, 14. Okay, so you... Well, tell me how you kill this guy. Like, I, I, I'm trying to, like, lean back out of the gas cloud. It's not working very well. <laughs> and I'm just, like, poking in with, like, one hand, reaching in as daintily as I can. Right, okay. So <laughs> Dumplump leans back and pokes his lance out apprehensively. And it pierces the skin of the first creature just enough that it falls down dead. It <laughs> nice. is the opposite of an impressive kill, but it gets the job done, you know? So, Sorry, is there a second one in the reach of me? Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. All right. With my, I'm going to attack him with my second attack. Okay. Nice. That is 11 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, oh, nice. oh neat. All right. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. And just as daintily, I'm going to poke him for nine damage. All right. So Dumplump does the same thing twice and kills two of these small creatures. Nice. Bubba, you're up. So it's just the one left. That's correct. I am. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Oh, man. I just kind of. We got to do the fire, right? We did the fire thing. <laughs> I kind of want to. Hmm. <laughs> On one guy. Hmm. The bonfire, unless you mean the bonfire, in which case that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. With that. I actually think that's the move. <laughs> or, or I use the staff to, to burning hands him, but I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know if like my pincer staff would do more damage this than this. But whatever. Yeah, I'm creating a bon. I'm gonna light a fire into this guy's ass, and I cast create bonfire. Okay. Uh, literally under his butt. Yeah. No, he failed his dex throw. Oh, sweet, because it is a cantrip, so if, if he passed, he does take zero, but it is three fire damage. <laughs> Which is enough to kill him. Nice. Come on. <laughs> good, good. So, in short order, you guys have dispatched these dretches, they're called. Nice. And all seems quiet in the sewers once again. Ah, oh, that was a disco inferno. <laughs> Struggling to see how it was a disco, but (laughs) enjoyed the joke nonetheless. (laughs) There's lots of circles. I don't know. Yes, I think that went quite well. Uh, Dumplump's going to go up and have a look at whatever they were like devouring. Yeah, me as well. I'm curious about that. Wasn't it just another one of them? Yeah, so you guys walk up and realize it's another dretch body. Didn't you say this one was more evil, Dumplump? I said it was weaker. Oh. He just got a weaker ping. Divine Sense has a radius of how much? Uh, 60 feet. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Quick, run around in circles until you get another ping. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I guess I misunderstood. I thought when you said a weaker ping, it was like something that wasn't as evil. But uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you must be right with your assumption. It was only a two on the scale of evil. The others were a seven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either way, let's go get grandma. Yes. Let's go. And I start trudging forward, uh, going around the erupted earth. Okay, and how are you guys proceeding forward? Uh, carelessly. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm I'm just walking. I'll go third then if that's... Because I feel like dump lump in the middle with the lance is the... the yeah, the standard forward. formation. Yeah, I'm always front or back. What's everyone's passive perception? 12. 13. Uh, 10. But we smell better than that, so this is... We're getting ripped uh, off here. Yeah, I smell, I smell with advantage, so I get two 10s passively. <laughs> Your smell should be like 17. Five yeah, you should, it should be buffed a little. That'd be funny. <laughs> okay, we'll put a ruling on that in a later episode. So, as you guys head down this path, you know, or at least Bubba knows, that you are getting close to underneath the tower. Once you saw these like horrible, horrible creatures, you would have gotten some pings from like the demon meeting that you saw go down earlier. Clearly not creatures of this plane. You've never seen them before. I mean, we know there's a cult. Mm -hmm. But aren't they just like a bunch of fish? Yes. It, it doesn't appear so, because they worship the big demon. Fish called demons. But uh, there was a big fish down there too, but don't, don't you remember? Clarence, maybe this is the time for the discussion. <laughs> Do you, don't you guys remember seeing that giant demon thing? Yes, yes, not our problem though, but we need to worry about avenging Jim Withers and rescuing our grandmother. 
I, I agree, but th this, so, I, I don't know, I think we just keep following the demon guys until we get to the Arcade Order, that's my best, my best Oh yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, onwards and upwards, to Grandma. And as you guys continue to walk down the path, you sort of get this feeling like somebody is watching you. Does anyone feel like we're being watched? Do you guys get this feeling that somebody is watching us? <laughs> <laughs> that dump lump say it too. Mm, I, th I think somebody somebody has their eyes on me. <laughs> and at the exact moment that Bubba stops singing, from one of the sides of the sewers where you didn't notice that there was a little cutout, comes a hulking, huge form. And a fist punches Bubba. Oh, this was a huge miscalculation. You don't see anything, but the weight of a freight truck hits you across the chest. Okay. Bubba, what's your AC? Uh, 15. I shouldn't have used my <laughs> 18 portent roll on the <laughs> wiener dogs. For 24 damage. Holy moly, I am very injured. And as soon as this creature hits Bubba, it becomes visible and you see what appears to be the giant hulking form of, it kind of looks like an orangutan with like huge tusks wearing a loincloth and like gold rings around its wrists, just absolutely shredded. Size category large. Hope I'm giving you a <laughs> yeah. not a not a, a civilized orangutan. How does this guy fit in the sewers? <laughs> no, yes, not not one of those civilized orangutan you met on your home island. No, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah, this isn't Christopher Walken <laughs> in the remake of the Jungle Book. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it kind of is Christopher Walken in the remake of the Jungle Book. He wants yeah. to be like Baba. That's why he hit him. <laughs> that wasn't very nice, mister. He heard that he has fire and he wants to take it from him. It's it's literally the plot of the jungle. <laughs> and he keeps calling you man cub for some reason. Um, it's a little offensive. And he roars a blood-curdling roar that reverberates all through the sewers. So I need all you guys to roll initiative, please. Four. I got a classic <laughs> three. Ooh, 11. I was debating using my other portent to give uh, our opponent a five <laughs> initiative, and then I got a three. <laughs> Dump up, you said 11? Uh, yes. The leader of the bunch. You know him well. <laughs> okay, so this punch has just knocked Bubba down. Dumplump, you're up. All right. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on this guy. As for my bonus action. So how that works. I choose a creature I can see within range and mystically mark it as my quarry. Until the spell ends, I deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target when I hit it with weapon attack and I have advantage on perception and survival checks to find it if he ever tries to hide from me. So I got my eye on nice. him. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move forward and uh, make some lance strikes at him. All right. The first one is an eight to hit. That misses. <laughs> the second one is uh, 15 to hit. That is a hit. Hey, so that is 13 damage. That's including my extra 1d6. So you see this massive monkey man beat his chest and roar again. And he sort of does the like, I forget which wrestler's move it is, where he points at Dumplump and then like, well, I mean, I guess it's just more of a general <laughs> code and like draws his finger like across his throat before running forward, <laughs> knocking Bubba out of the way, just pushing you five feet. Well, first he tries to bite Dumplump. So let's do that first. 
Dump Bump, what's your AC? AC is 16. That is a 19 to hit. Yeah, so that's a hit for 12 damage. Okie dokie. And then he punches you with his fists. 16, so one hit for 10 damage. <laughs> All right, uh, on the miss... Actually, I'm going to use my repost. Nice. Um, so I, I get a, a reaction melee attack on this guy with my lance. That is a crit. So I get nice. the um, I get the superiority die. Two of them, I believe. Oh, yeah, that doubles too. Yeah. And and then the two hunter's mark dice and my damage dice. Yo, nice. This going to be a oh, lot. Jesus. Yeah, because those all dumb. Double double is that like 2d10 plus 46? Isn't it 12s? Yeah, 2d12 plus 46. Yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> and because I'm a great weapon fighting paladin, I get to re-roll the ones and the twos. Oh, right. Uh, so that's 12 plus 7, 19, uh, plus another 12. Uh, uh-oh. Jesus Christ. I got to break out the old calculator here. <laughs> 31 uh, plus 9, so 40 piercing damage. Nice. Oh, we'll push oh. your strength, unless you already added it. I did not. 43 piercing damage. Nice. <laughs> so, okay. So, <laughs> so, so Dumplump cleverly dodges the attack and then sticks this giant monkey man just under the ribs. And you can hear him gasping for lungfuls of air as it is clear that you've pierced one of his lungs. But he's not down and out All quite right. yet. Plompington, you're cool. up. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a, a nice little stunning hammer to the kneecap if I hit. That's a 19 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, cool. And then, yeah, I'll make this one a stunning strike. So that's a key point. And he's got he's to gotta make a DC 13 a constitution save. Nothing crazy. And seven damage. He does pass. Okay, cool. So he takes seven damage. Uh, I don't think I'll bother trying to stun him again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just chunk slap. Uh, second one is a... That is a 19 again. That hits. That one's six damage. With your first knee-cracking hammer strike, uh, it does invert his knee joint, and which sends him toppling to the ground, uh, and he is dead. In that case, I won't flurry, but I will do my third attack as well with the hammer. I'll bring it down on his chest. Cool. And I'll turn around and say, what? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I believe we were attacked. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be a problem anymore. Oh my god! What do you mean? That fucking hurt! Oh my god! <laughs> just my, just my trunk is bleeding. <laughs> he was completely invisible when he <laughs> came out of hiding towards you, Bubba. So like, you literally would have had no idea. Yeah, no, he was I would there definitely draw all. attention to that too. Like invisibility, very clever. Much more civilized than the average orangutan. <laughs> Most would be too feral to think of such a tactic. <laughs> that guy. Oh my, that fucking oh, hurt. Hold on. <laughs> this might not actually be an orangutan. It looks like it might be a demon. What gave that away? <laughs> sure enough, as you peer closer at it, you notice that the there's like a fire behind its eyes that feels very like abyssal. And it's also like has like a lip piercing and the fangs are like way too fucking big to be your average orangutan i guess and the i don't know we know we know what average orangutan is right you guys would know i don't know Mm -hmm. um and it also has like gold bracelets around both of its arms it looks nothing like uh, a traditional orangutan and it it looks like a creature from well i was gonna say hell but i guess the abyss well i guess this means we're going the right way i believe so holy shit (sighs) 
I gotta catch up my breath. <laughs> on on account of all of uh, all of Bubba's complaining, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on hands him for. Oh, you don't? No, no, too late. <laughs> I was complaining to get you to go first. <laughs> go, I'm happy to go first at this point. Blumpington doesn't mind going first. Bubba was just taking charge. Yeah, I I still want to get Grandma back to be clear, but that that really hurt. <laughs> don't worry, I I make a better door than a window, and I I move to the front of the group. You make a better Clarence <laughs> than a. Uh, onwards and upwards, cousins. Yeah, I, I'm gonna lay on hands you for 15 health. Nice. Oh, sweet. You make a better what than me? It's a door than a window, because windows break. Don't worry, Clarence. It's fine. And windows okay. are the door to the heart. <laughs> it's like Jim Withers used to say when God closes a window, you say, fuck the window, and you kick down the door. <laughs> Jim Withers, he had lots of quotes. They were some were similar, some were different. He was a, a very philosophical elephant. <laughs> Wait, he came out of like a crevice though, right? Not like a main path. That's correct. Yeah. On the So we should actually sorry, we should investigate this crevice. Uh, I wanna smell I wanna smell into the yeah. crevice. <laughs> okay. Oh, good thing we have advantage because that is not <laughs> <laughs> that's still a nine yeah i mean i i think the stench of the sewers is is too overpowering for you to smell cool. anything different it smells like any crevice I, i've found are you guys doing anything else uh, i'm gonna e- use the old uh eyeball and look up there <laughs> do you guys laugh at him because <laughs> i i feel like you should I think I misunderstood what he's doing. He's looking into the crevice as opposed to smelling down it, which oh, feels true. like it should be shameful. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't say anything, but I am kind of like thinking like, what are you doing? Oh, I assume I assumed that that Plompington uh, used up our smelling abilities. <laughs> like, am, am I also allowed to take a smell in this? Yeah, maybe it'll do better. I guess. All right. I mean, I'm not trying to shame you out of <laughs> looking down. I mean, I was I'm just also looking for game to get advantage in terms of a smell check. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> so I got a 22. Yeah, I mean, so the Balgura that you guys just downed, that that same smell seems to be emanating from the crevice. I think there's many more of them that way. <laughs> well, we better go a different direction then. Unless that's the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think. I think it's just this one that came out of here. That makes sense. And I think we got to go towards the tower. And I think we got to go this. You way. mean through the crevice? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Unless, I, like, I guess, can I insight this? Is it when you say crevice? I'm picturing like a small crack. Is this something that like we can walk up? Well, like a large creature came through there, right? So it seems to be sort of a chipped away path. Oh, then and then a hundred percent. I think we should go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I say, yeah, I think I think we gotta go. Cool. This way. Yeah, I still got a torch out, and all it's all lead the way. Yeah, down the crevice. Okay, and you guys head into the crevice, and that is where we're gonna end our session. Crevasse, actually, in the original British. Crevasse. <laughs> So you see, Polkadot, the FAMLA is actually on your side. Hmm, I don't know. You're making some pretty good points there, Mr. Fishman. No, he's absolutely not. He's poisoning your tiny mind with lies. Don't fall for it. Oh no, somebody's lying to us. Somebody help us. That's got to be really hard for you, Jim. Oh, of course you don't care about lies, Bob. Mammals never do. 
Jesus, I was being sarcastic. I told you your smugness would be your downfall, Bob. When? What? It was last Tuesday. We were sharing a beer. Wait, you were sharing a single beer? Now, thanks to you, Polkadot has fallen for fish called propaganda. Reptiles are just fish of the land. That's why crocodiles and sharks are naturally the best of friends. Sharks, Bob. You know, when people use metaphors to describe bad people, they often use sharks. And now he has them sympathizing with goddamn sharks. I mean, I don't know how you could possibly be offended by this. You're the one who started this all in the first place. Well, maybe sometimes the only thing that can stop a bad guy with propaganda is a good guy with propaganda. You ever think of that, Bob? Holy Jesus Christ. Hey, don't you worry, Mr. Storyteller. I think you're making a lot of sense, and I've got your back still. And that is why you're my second favorite, kid. Now, where was I? With Their Forces Combined is mixed and mastered by Crying Elephant Productions. Music by Corey Gray.